time. It's time. So get your popcorn ready. It will be political. Political. It will be biblical. Biblical. We must stay vigilant. We must remain watchful. So sit back and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth. Welcome to the Watchmen. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Watchmen Podcast. My name is Casey, and this is episode one. I'm so excited about this. This has been on my heart for quite some time now. And it really all started back when uh, Donald Trump was elected, even though my whole life, you know, I followed politics and I have a background in that from being a child, traveling the world with my father and my parents were pastors for 40 years and you know I've so I've got a political and a biblical background of just traveling the world. I lived in Israel for 3 years. And I've been to DC a lot of times um lobbying for the nation of Israel and uh so you know I love this country. I love America and I'm saddened to see where where things have gone with our nation. <clears throat> and uh basically what got me to the place that I'm at now where I wanted to really do this podcast was because, you know, I watched so many truthers on YouTube and on Rumble and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of Christians I find today are watching these truthers. But and the reason for that, obviously, is is because they're not getting anything from the church. They're not getting anything from their from their pastors at their churches. Now there are a few out there, a few Greg locks out there that are awesome and that are really given the truth of the word of God. And of course my parents always did as well, because you know, how can you not, if you're going to preach the word of God, how do you not preach the truth? And the problem is a lot of people out there don't want, especially Christians, they don't want to believe what's going on what's happening. And they say politics doesn't belong in church. And, and the reason is because nobody wants to believe what the truth is really, you know, nobody wants to, understand what what's going on in our nation they want to just you know fly fly by the seat of their pants not not get involved politically because you know you can't do that and to be honest that's the that's the reason where our country is in the situation that it's in right now because if you go back and biblically speaking if you go look at the priests are the ones that led uh joshua and the israelites into battle it was the priests you can go back and read that in the Bible. And then also in 1776, you had the black robe preachers who would preach a message and take off their black robes. And then they had a militia uh, military uniform on to go fight the British. It's always the preachers that are on the front line of battle. It's always the godly people. And it's the same thing that's going to happen in this movement that's going on right now. It's going to be the godly men in this country that are going to stand up to unrighteousness. And I'll just say that it's unrighteousness. I could go on and on about what all it actually is, but that's another topic for another day. 
But it got me so aggravated, though, to listen to some of these guys that are, and, and I don't fault them in some ways, especially my generation. You know, I'm 36 years old, and some of the younger kids are not kids, I guess, just adults, but they're they're getting into politics all of a sudden. And you know, everybody hates Trump. Most, not most people, most people love Trump, but the ones that do, everybody should realize nobody cared about politics. Everybody was just going on with their regular everyday lives until Donald Trump came in office. And uh, when Trump got elected, everybody paid attention to, to what went on politically, even liberals who don't pay attention to anything. All they pay attention to is, you know, whatever their life is, and they go vote Democrat every, whenever the election comes along. And so, you know, Trump's the one that is the one that made people all of a sudden realize we have a country and we have an opposition, whether you were on the left side or the right side. And, you know, back to what I was basically saying about discerning and, you know, so when we... We have all all we have to go as far as discernment is, is basically you have to have the knowledge biblically. Okay. As a Christian person, you have to be able to have knowledge of the Bible. I mean, the Bible says my people suffer for a lack of knowledge, a lack of knowledge of what about God. If you don't know God, you're not going to know. And believe me, what's coming up and I'll get into this on another show, but what, what is happening right now is not just political. It's a spiritual thing that's going on and it's the dark side going to the light side. And like I said, I'll get into that's another topic for another day, another day. But basically we are going to have to learn to discern now more than ever. Why? Because in the first coming of Jesus, when he came the first time and he asked the disciples some questions and you know, the thing that he got upset with them was, is that they weren't able to discern. He was the Messiah and that, that the times that they were living in, he was upset. They couldn't discern the time, the second coming. It's going to be the same way. It's going to be the exact same way. It's all about discernment and being able to discern the truth of the word of God and discerning the times that we live in and discerning exactly what's going on right now. And I want to read you a couple scriptures here and that really caught my attention. You know, my dad mentioned this a while back whenever, right before Donald Trump was elected. And in the book of 1 Corinthians 15, 52, it says, in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Now, this is talking about the the catching away of the church. In the moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last Trump. Now, you can't tell me that it's coincidence that the last president was Donald Trump. And here we go. Reading the scripture right here where it says at the last Trump for the trumpet shall sound. And the dead in uh, the dead in Christ or the raised that shall be raised the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed, but the last trump's gonna sound. Now the other day I was doing some research on politics in church because I strongly believe that if you're a pastor and you don't talk to your church about politics, I mean, step down please because we're we're in a situation right now of combating this stuff in our country. And, you know, we need to throw away all these love messages and all the faith messages and start teaching our people and letting them know what is going on in our country. And if we don't fight, fight back against this tyranny that's happening, they'll shut our churches down. We already saw it happen with COVID-19. We saw them literally shut our churches down. And to be honest, everybody went to online service. Okay, we'll just go to online service. No big deal. What are you going to do when they shut online down? And don't think they don't have the power to. So anyways, back to this. So 
I was doing some research, and you know, I found the scripture in Jeremiah six seventeen. And in Jeremiah six seventeen, now this is out of the New International Version. It literally says, "I appointed watchmen." There's the word again. I appointed watchmen over you and said, "What did the watchman say to you? Listen to the sound of the trumpet." But what did the people say? The Bible says, "But you said we will not listen." And this is exactly what is going on right now. We had a man come out, stand up for religious freedom, stand up for the body of Christ, who himself was a Christian. And what did most, I shouldn't say most, but what did a majority, or uh, not a majority, what, what did a minority of the Christians do? They got upset at him. They didn't like the way he texted, tweeted. They didn't like the way he talked. He's too rough because we've been conditioned we have been conditioned to think that there's a, such a word as what's presidential and all this junk. Look, when politics started at the beginning of our country, it was made for any man or woman. Doesn't matter if you're college degree, uh, college grad, or what you do with, have done with your life. You could be a janitor. You went and you served your country, and then you went back to work. It wasn't supposed to be a career thing. And now we have these career politicians that go in and make $175,000 as congressmen, you know, two, 200 and something thousand as senators. And they come out of office or they never come out of office, but then they're multi, multi, multi-millionaires. I mean, it should be obvious. You should be able to discern real quick. Something's going on here that should not be going on. And these people are corrupt. And, and, and it is the way it is. It, it is corruption. And uh, on the highest level, I mean, on the highest level, but... And so back to the beginning of when I was saying that why I wanted to start it, there's a lot of new, I guess, new people to politics. And they would just, they basically just talk about this every day, whatever the news media brings out every single day. It's something, you know, whatever it may be. There's a lot of things. Rush Limbaugh used to always call them the drive-by media because they just drive by to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And I'm like, there's a bigger picture here. This is all just a distraction. It's a smoke and mirrors thing. But what's going on behind the scenes is so much worse than what most people see. And so I call it the watchman because I believe that God has called this generation to watch and watch what's going on politically so that we can discern the times. And we're called to watch and we're, and, and at this point in time, you know, we're waiting on the Lord. We're not waiting as in we're doing nothing. But it's like we're waiting on the Lord because God's going to get the glory for all this when it's when it's he's going to yank a knot in these people that are so ungodly and the things that they're doing behind closed doors. People would be blown away by it's kind of like in the book of Ezekiel when he took them through the temple and showed them what was going on. It's the same stuff today. And that's another topic for another day, but it's the same stuff that's going on today. So back to the watchman. <clears throat> title and I and I want to read a couple of things you know out of the Bible here as far as what the watchman is and what why he was so important to the Israelites and I want to start here in second Kings 917 where it says now the watchman was standing on the tower in Jezreel and he saw the company of the of Jehu as he came and said I see a company and Yoram said Take a horseman, send him to me. So they constantly had to be watching and letting the king know and letting the people know why and what was the importance of the watchman. It was that they could let everybody know what's going on and so that so that they could prepare and they could get ready. And I want to also read here out of 
Ezekiel 3 and verse 16, and actually it's verse 17, it says, Son of man, I have appointed you a watchman to the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, warn them from me. This is exactly what's going on right now. And I went, and to go back to the beginning, when I read the scriptures about the trump, the final trump will sound. This is it. This is it. We're in the, I believe that we're in Matthew 24 when Jesus mentioned all the things that would be begin to happen. And, you know, he said that this is only the beginning of sorrow. I believe that's where we are right now. Now, I believe everything that's going on and everything that's happening is not God's timing. I believe this is the devil's timing. I believe he's pushing things to go out of time that are not in God's timing. It's in his timing. And, and although the devil is the God of this world because Adam handed over the keys to him, it's still going to happen on God's timing. And it's not time yet. I believe we're getting a preview. I mean, I've been researching now for over a year and a half, almost two years, uh, the satanic church and this and satanists and from everything that i've realized and from watching movies and now being able to connect everything uh they have to show you the devil has to show you what he's going to do before he does it and i believe that's what we're seeing right now i don't believe that the vaccine is a mark of the beast but i do believe it's a type and shadow because look they're already telling people you can't buy or sell without it or you can't work and so i do believe it's a type and shadow I believe we're seeing what's to come. We're being allowed to see a preview. And I really believe that's why I'm saying get your household in order because we got to prepare for this. We have to prepare for war in a time of peace. I know that time of peace is not now. We know Jesus is going to come back in a time of peace or what the Bible says when they say peace, peace, it's going to be sudden destruction. So we're not really at peace worldwide right now. It's actually chaos. Well, what happens in chaos? Go read in the, uh, if you follow what the Muslim religion says in the time of chaos is when their imam will come along. And when their supposed, you know, leader is going to come in and it's going to be at a time of chaos. Well, that's kind of what we're seeing right now. I don't want to get all the way into it because I want to do a whole episode on this, but the Antichrist, I am telling you right now that COVID-19 has brought the Antichrist. I mean, th this is going to bring the Antichrist on the scene. And I'll get into that on another show, but this is what this is. And I'm telling you right now, the Antichrist is going to be all things to all people. He's going to be beautiful. People are going to love this guy. He's going to be so well liked. It's not going to be, look, it's going to be deception. So you wouldn't be deceived if it was one of these evil politicians that we've been putting up with for years. You wouldn't fall for it so easily. And it's going to be an apostasy. So we know that people that are supposedly Christians are going to fall for this. I mean, even Jesus said, he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We did, we, we healed the sick in your name. And he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. And uh, you're not going to do that with somebody that's, I mean, they won't fall for this kind of stuff with, with, with satanic stuff. It's going to be very attractive. Well, let's put it that way. And there's a lot of stuff going on right now too. There's, you know, there's a bit, there was a video that came out called the Jesus strand and some of you may know, some of you may not be familiar with it, but it basically goes into the bloodline of Jesus and that he got with Mary Magdalene and it's not true. And this is going to be part of this great deception that's coming out. And they're going to supposedly have all this proof and there's 777 books that are going to come out of the Vatican. 
and that the 66 books of the Bible are not, there's not only 66 books. And I know there are other books and that they aren't in the Bible. They weren't canonized, but they definitely, they weren't canonized because they, they don't, the 66 books that were are because they're the ones that actually show and lead to Jesus being the Messiah. These other books have stuff in them that could show other things. And, you know, I know there are other books and there is history books. And, you know, Josephus wrote a lot of stuff about, about the time, but it is not, it's, it's a great deception. And there's a lot of stuff in that Jesus strand thing that are, that is, it's pretty crazy. It's very interesting as I've listened to it, but it's not all truth. And like I said at the beginning, you know, Christians are listening to these truthers because they're not getting the truth in the church. And, you know, in these mega churches, it's gotten so out of control. It's like motivational messages. They're, they're not spiritual messages. They're more so motivational. It's where guys are memorizing their messages before they even preach them. And it's, uh, you know, it's not good. And, you know, they already, I've already seen statistics where they say 40% of Christians that went to church before COVID are not going back. And why would they go back? You know, some of these churches, mega churches are telling people they can't come in without a vaccine passport. Insanity. You can't, if you don't have your vaccine, if you don't have a vaccine, you have to sit with a mask segregated in, on certain side of the church. Also insanity. Could you imagine Jesus who healed lepers, touched leprosy? I mean, talk about something that's actually contagious. I mean, it's, this is crazy. And now we got pastors out there telling people that Jesus would take the vaccine and if you love your brother, you too should take the vaccine. It's just all, it's all deception. It's all lies. And it's, 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 and it's, it, it, it's, it's terrible. But I really believe in my heart, and I've heard others say this too, that I believe on this generation, there's a prodigal son anointing. And I believe that they, that there are going to be people that have, you know, not gone to church in years. They're going to see they're discerning now. Oh, this is the end times. This is the last days. And you know, the reason they stopped going to church too, is because a lot of these churches, when they go, it's not church. You know, you got 15 minutes of worship, a 30 minute sermon, and you're out the door. And uh, there's no intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And that's what's missing. And that's what's missing in the body of Christ right now. There is no intimacy with the Holy Spirit. There's no move of the move of God. There's no move of the nine gifts of the Spirit. I mean, you know, this is what's going to happen again. And I am super excited to see it. And uh, we have to be able to discern what's going on in this world. Otherwise, we're going to miss out on it. And so I just want to encourage everybody. And I want to close with this today. It's just a little bit shorter of a podcast than I'll be doing because it's just kind of a why I chose the Watchmen uh, topic. And I even did an MEN because we're all we're all called to watch and wait on the Lord right now. I mean, this is what we this is what we're supposed to be doing. Not watching politics and watching what the media tells us, but if you know and you can discern and you've done, and I encourage everybody, do your own research. You've got to research this stuff for yourself. I mean, when when I started researching this stuff for myself at first, you know, my wife introduced me to some stuff and most men don't want to listen to their wife and take advice from their wife on, especially on stuff that will literally change your mind about what's been going on in the world for a long time. But uh, I finally just got to the place to where I, I couldn't believe when COVID-19 hit what was going on. And I knew the whole time, this is, this is all nonsense. And so I watched the documentary. And then the next thing you know, I just started researching and I was 
blown away and God led me to certain people that really opened my eyes to the reality of what's been going on in this world all along. And I'll get into that on some other, on a couple other podcasts, uh, deep and in depth with it. Hopefully eventually have some guests on that can touch on that satanic ritual abuse and things like that, but it's deep and it's, it's insane. And, you know, we're worried about a virus, but in reality, there's stuff in our food that you wouldn't, that would blow your mind. There's stuff in movies that they put in there for, for our children. There's stuff they're doing to children. It, It is just terrible. And I'm telling you right now, this whole thing that is going on is a thousand percent about the kids. It's about sex trafficking that's been going on worldwide. It's not just in the United States, but it's very big here. And it's at the highest level, elites, the highest level. And that's what this is all about. And it is going to blow people's mind when this stuff starts to come out. But I encourage you to pray for these kids. I mean, I couldn't imagine being one of them that when you go to sleep at night and you have no parent or anything there with you and you've been taken from your family and it, it it's just, it's terrible. And like I said, I'll get more in depth into that stuff on another show, but um, I just want to, lastly, like I said, I, I want to encourage everybody, you know, I, I get involved at the local level. We have to get involved. Because if we don't get involved, I mean, they're just going to keep running over us. And I'll say this a thousand times. If 2020 is not dealt with, we don't have any elections coming up in 2022. It'll be just as big of a clown show as the last election. This election has to be dealt with and they have to hold people to justice. And, And for some reason, only good people are held accountable for things, not bad people. But I believe that's going to change here soon. And I believe that we are going to see justice in our lifetime here. And I don't think that we're that far away from it. But um, I just, like I said, please just get involved. Don't be afraid to step out. I heard this from, you know, a couple different sources lately, that there's a lot of people that, you know, you're second guessing yourself and you're third guessing and fourth guessing. And you're wondering, is this God calling me to do this? Or is this, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I just want to encourage you to step out and do it. It's not easy. Sometimes that road is extremely lonely and you may not get encouragement from the people that you think that would encourage you. In fact, I'm just going to tell you, you're not going to get encouragement from those people. But if God put it in your heart, He's going to work it together for your good because the Bible says all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and to those that are called according to his purpose. And I believe with all my heart, there is a large number of millennials and younger that are called according to God's purpose. So I just want to leave you with that today. Um, I look forward to getting out. I don't know how many episodes I'm going to try to at least get one a week as of right now. And I do have a Rumble channel, and I'll put all that information hopefully out in the bio. And um, I want to get all that information out. I'll, I, as this grows, I, I want to get to the place to where I have people that are gonna that I can put on the Rumble channel, and then I'll just attach it and do lives, and so it won't only be uh, just recording. But um, thank you so much for listening, and uh, God bless you. <laughs>